0: awesome wrestling entertainment podcast good sunday morning everyone and welcome to the cross wrestling entertainment podcast i am your host tyler bard joined by dylan over there his camera unfortunately giving him a little bit of trouble but with us nonetheless good morning dylan how are you doing well
1: other than the camera issues i'm dealing with i'm good glad to be
0: here <laughs> well good we are glad to have you as always dylan <laughs> A wild week in the world of wrestling. There's some stuff I don't even have on the script that I guess we can address momentarily uh, before we really start rolling in. Uh, But I just want to mention first that you guys just remember we're not a market substitute for AEW's Dynamite. Uh, Go watch Dynamite every Wednesday. Uh, They are... They put on an incredible show, as you'll see what we talk about today. So make sure you go watch them. We are not a market substitute. But if you want to join in on the conversation, we are live every Sunday between 1030 and 11. Dylan and I have been aiming for. Uh, And you can watch us live on Twitch at uh, the channel t Bard underscore and on YouTube at the Bard and Crossum YouTube page. Facebook is still giving us some trouble, so we're sticking off of there for now. But you can still find the VODs afterwards on Facebook. Uh, as well as finding our podcast wherever it is that you download your podcast if you do not want to join us live. So you can join us in any way you'd like in that fashion, but we would love to hear from you live. So do not hesitate to jump into the comment sections when we are live. we love to bring your comments up. Uh, but Dylan, something happened yesterday that just I just remembered. Uh, WWE came to terms with the release of Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whew, what? What in the world could they possibly be thinking? I texted you and your father about this. Uh, yeah. And I mean, come on, that that's wild. I, I don't know if it was a mutual agreement. We haven't heard anything yet. Uh, but if it's not, I mean, scumbags, right?
1: Right. And this is a top guy they had over there and a huge free agent now. Huge free agent.
0: Yeah. You know, I've been I've seen people post that gif of Cody Rhodes putting his hand <laughs> his ear over and over and over again. Uh, so who knows? Maybe we'll see. Gray Wyatt come out and maybe he'll be the one who brings the Dark Order back to the darkness. Mm. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, they were supposed to be this like maniacal, terrifying right. tag team or faction. And now they're just this goofy yet badass yeah. uh, group of cowboys. Uh, so they're, uh, there's some interesting stuff going on, Dylan. But that's not the only rumor going around in the wrestling world right now. The first one that broke was about this guy. Daniel Bryan or okay. Brian Danielson as he'll probably go by in AEW has apparently signed a contract with AEW. Uh this is almost 100% confirmed mm-hmm. that he is going to be in AEW whilst not being uh you know it, it's not official but it is we're almost positive. This couldn't be a bigger signing for AEW. What do you think?
1: Uh, for AEW standpoint, this is a huge signing. I mean, this is going to bring a lot of attention. D-Bry was one of the biggest names WWE's had in the last decade. Yeah, easily. Multiple-time world champ. You know, the fans obviously went behind him the most.
0: The Yes so Movement. This is
1: a huge signing for AEW. On the other hand, for, for D-Bry, I, I'm nervous for this guy's health. I feel like he's got to be careful with his... Uh, is in ring because I know AEW is going to put on great matches with him. He's going to put on. Great He's matches. got
0: apparently a much more slow paced contract where it's like an appearance based contract rather than a weekly contract. Okay. Um, and he also apparently added that he wants to be able to wrestle in Japan, oh. uh, so they allowed that. Uh But I mean, hey, when people make people make that argument all the time about wrestlers' health, it is up to the wrestler. Ultimately. It is. But Alternate I look at it as he just has
1: he has a family now. Of course, he's got he's got little kids at home, and if he's gonna use, he said that in WWE. You know, he was like you want to slow down. He's been reporting saying that part time and stuff. Yeah, so, I so guess, this is
0: supposed to be part time as well. At least what yeah, I
1: for his safety and purposes. Like he, I don't want to wish harm upon anyone.
0: Oh, of course, of
1: course. <laughs> I just yeah, want no, him no. to be careful. <laughs>
0: Yeah, of course. Everyone wants to make sure that the wrestler's health is uh, first and foremost. And AEW has really done a good job with that. Even, like, mental health issues. Right. Back in the beginning, there were a few – I forget who it was. Her name is escaping me right now. Uh, but there was someone who was going to be, like, right at the top of the women's division. And she left mm-hmm. because of mental sickness. And uh, and we haven't seen her since. But they they take care of you right away. Uh, so, hopefully – That remains to be the thing because that was something that WWE has been lambasted for, for their entire existence. Um, But that, that's not the only one, Dylan. Oh yeah. The one that I think is the biggest news in the last like 20 years of wrestling is CM Punk is rumored to be returning to wrestling, not with WWE, But with AEW, Noah, Noah and I were texting when this broke uh, and we were just chatting about Daniel Bryan and then this broke. And I'm like, please tell me you just saw that. He goes, yep, I'm going to pretend that didn't happen. There's no way that that's real. And it apparently is very, very real. There's like a 98% chance they're thinking right now, wrestling insiders, that is, that he's going to be in AEW. That is wild, Dylan.
1: And, and the notice, you know, everything leading up to, to this breaking coming up soon, we're in Chicago for yeah. a lot of AEW, a lot of AEW,
0: that any of those
1: points, any of those points could be major spots for him to come out. And not only will AEW fans lose their mind, but the entire wrestling world is going to lose their mind. Oh, God, that's actually yeah, true.
0: Yeah, you know, they they teased it a few times on this re- episode of yeah. Dynamite that CM Punk is coming more than once. Uh, and But we will address those as they come up moving yep. forward mm-hmm. in the show. But Dylan, I just had to talk about these for a second because holy cow, if we didn't Major. address this. If
1: we... <laughs> it's way too big of news to not talk about.
0: No, definitely. We had to bring this up uh, beyond excited to be uh, a part of the aew fan base if this is something that we can expect in the future right but dylan we have some wrestling to talk about we had a beautiful way to start off the night the elite versus hangman page and the dark order in a 10-man elimination tag match uh, this is one that i was very excited for and the way they started off dynamite holy cow just watch this Not only did they have that, but they had this beautiful package about what it means to be a cowboy before they came out to the ring. And then the elite entered to like a space jam esque mm-hmm. entrance. Uh, so that was awesome as well. Uh, really, really hyping up at the beginning of this episode. But Dylan, what do you say? Let's get into some action. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, as uh, who was it who said so? I think it was Don Callis saying that. Both of these teams looking like all stars, except one a little bit more than the other, uh, and he would of course join the team on commentary before this match would begin. Page and Omega squared off as the bell rang, but of course Omega backed off. Omega tagging Carl Anderson and Page wasted no time knocking him down. A Donny Brook broke out as the ref lost control. Dark Order turned the tables on the Elite as they stereo suplexed the Elite members. Alex Reynolds suplexed Nick Jackson onto a pile of the elite outside and the dark order took turns working over Gallows and Anderson with a tandem offense. Carl Anderson pulled the trunks of Alex Reynolds, pinning him, unfortunately an early pin for someone who I thought was going to go pretty decently long in the match. Uh, And Reynolds was the first to be eliminated. Machine gun, however, uh, tried to talk his way out of trouble, but he was bounced around by page in the dark order. Grayson would hit him with the fatality. And Anderson uh, would be pinned, being the next one eliminated. John Silver hurled Matt Jackson across the ring, the ring, and Johnny Hungy was back in action for the first time in how many months? It's been, it's been, a, while. A, it's been a while. A very long he, time. What did he tear his bicep or something? Yeah, he
1: had an arm injury.
0: It was not a not a good uh, not not something you can wrestle through. So good to see Johnny Hungy back in action. Uh, but Grayson and Eva Luna would do a combo offense on Gallows. But Omega, of course, running in to break up that count. Uh, Grayson and Gallows battled amongst the fans. Uh, and they were both counted out by referee Rick Knox. That was a kind of a sellout move. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I wasn't happy with that double count out. They they should have all the eliminations should have happened in the ring, in my opinion. I agree. Uh evil Uno would attempt to Senton Bomb, but Omega raised his knees to counter in the nick of time, and he followed up with the V-trigger and the one-winged angel to pin Evil Uno. Uh, no hope kicking out of that one especially not if you're evil you you're a dead dead man (laughs) john silver would spear matt jackson uh and hammer down on his fit or hammer down fists upon him matt jackson gouged silver's eyes however with the thumb and nick jackson tagged in and landed a leg whip on silver it wasn't long before silver turned the momentum on the elite using an airplane spin on nick jackson just prior to that, however, the Young Bucks powerbomb page on the ring apron, which, by the way, if you didn't know, is the hardest part of the ring.
1: <laughs> Never Omega, been heard before.
0: <laughs> Omega blasted Silver with a V-trigger and dazed him with a suplex. Nakazawa set up the basketball on that, and the Young Bucks hit a Meltzer driver on Silver from the outside, attempting to slam a basketball through the hoop <laughs> in the process. That was very funny. Yes. That was a good spot. Very uh, Very gimmicky. Some people probably hated it, but I thought it was pretty funny. Um, but Paige would ultimately be the one focused on here, getting hit with a 450 splash later on, but of course, kicking out. Paige knocked the Bucks out of the ring with clotheslines, and Paige followed up with a moonsault from the ring post to the outside uh, of the ring onto Omega and the Bucks. Page got a near fall on Omega after a high angle power bomb, and Paige hit both Bucks with a Buckshot Lariat and pinned Matt Jackson. Kenny Omega grabbed the AEW world title and tried to use it on Page, but Page countered with the Deadeye. Omega kicked out, and Omega retaliated with a pair of V-triggers on Page. Omega finished off Page with a one-winged Angel, finally pinning him as the last person eliminated from the match, and Jim Ross would go on to say it took three men and a belt shot for the Elite to beat Hangman Adam Page. Uh, a wild match. Uh, just I, One thing I'll say about it is it, it felt a little bit hokey, once in a while, but, but the pace was phenomenal. They kept it moving at all times. Dylan, what you, th- what did you think? Yeah, you, you really uh, hit it there. Uh, the
1: pace of this match is how you got to do a match like this. Yeah. There's a lot of people in here. You got to make sure everybody gets their moments in. And this is a great way to start the show. Cause we're used to, you know, the, the semi, the tag matches or the single matches that are the opening show pace and this is completely different for them. They've never done this to start a show, or I don't think they've ever done a 10-man elimination that I don't think so. So crazy that this isn't like a main event field. This is first match, you're coming out, and you're starting the show with some, some firepower.
0: Yeah, no. It was definitely a crazy way to start off the match. Remember, guys. People are commenting up on the Twitch, just saying hello, coming in and saying hi. If you guys have any opinions on it, you are welcome to write those opinions. We love to include you guys in the comment section. We had we've had some fun with some people in the comment section before on here and on Baseball with the Bard. So join us live, and you can tell Dylan why he's wrong about whatever he just said. Oh, you know? Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> and I will defend myself.
0: <laughs> um, but. This would lead to some promo action. Ricky Starks was celebrating in the ring after we didn't get to cover him pinning uh, Brian Cage for the FTW World Championship. Which, first off, can we just react to that really quick? What were you? What was your reaction to that match?
1: Uh, completely shocked. Um, yeah, but it's it's an it's a nice change, you know. Yeah. What is Brian Cage going to do with that around him anymore? The That's change fair. needed to happen. Ricky Starks needed to to take over and become the member of uh, Team Taz, and Brian Cage needed out. So it's it's a nice change.
0: Yeah, no, this was definitely a a, a decent change of pace. But, yes, as you can see on the, sh- the screen, it was time for Ricky Starks celebration. Taz would introduce the new FTW World Champion Absolute Ricky Starks, who came out to the ring with the brass band playing. Hook and Starks danced to the ring, and Starks said that they got rid of the garbage when he beat the machine Brian Cage. When I broke my neck, you didn't even check up on me, Cage, so I realized you were a selfish guy, and you don't know the meaning of teamwork, and I do. I also know what it means to be a star, and even when they stood you next to me, you still couldn't get an ounce of charisma to rub off on you, said Starks. Well, Brian Cage didn't take kindly to that, as his music hit, and he busted up a trombone and slammed a bass drum over the drummer's head. Uh, Rude, by the way, unnecessary. (laughs) Starks and Hook, of course, retreated. And a video after that would come on. But first, before we say anything about this next video, which is wild, what do you you think about this uh, boastful Ricky Starks? Is this a good look for him?
1: Oh, yeah. You know, he's got this confidence to him. And... He's got to run with it because he's really been great on the mic. He's really been great at oozing that confidence feel. I love it.
0: Yeah, no, I I think it's definitely a good a good vibe. Yeah, uh, because he he plays a good heel. Um, so if they can keep him a heel for a, a decent amount of time and turn Cage into a face like a giant face, no. which it would be nice to see, I think this this has uh its place in uh, in AEW. But, man, what I was going to say next was that a video played. And, I mean, were you as baffled when this face showed up on the screen as I was? I uh, couldn't believe this. Like, this is crazy. Tanahashi announced that he'll be challenging the winner of tonight's NJPW US title match. Tony Khan has... It, it, not only has he opened the forbidden door, he took it off its fucking hinge. Yeah, he really did. Because, oh my God, that was wild. And it's hilarious because Tanahashi has been ducking Moxley for a long time. And once Moxley loses the title, he's like, all right, like, I'm First in. First shot, yeah. <laughs> so this, the title will uh, be defended by, we won't ruin who won the match. Uh, but whoever won that match is going to Japan to defend that title so it will not be on AEW. so make sure you guys check in with dynamite or check in with njpw uh to see who wins that match but i mean holy cow they're really really bringing the fire lately my guy yeah crazy
1: to see his face on an uh
0: AW, and pretty much just a uh, american
1: run network in in general pretty crazy to see that
0: yeah, and I, you know, it's it's nuts to see him on American television in the first place. And everyone thought forever he was going to WWE, but yeah, <laughs> yeah no, didn't happen. Um, I don't know why I don't have a, a, a title card for this one, but we had Santana and Ortiz with Conan next versus FTR, Cash Wheeler, <laughs> and, of course, Dax Hardwood. Uh, Cash and Ortiz began the match for the respective teams. Ortiz used a side headlock takeover on Cash, and Ortiz vaulted Cash out of the ring with one foot Santana and Dax the axe both tagged in they traded snug forearm shots followed by the knife edge chops and Santana suplexed Dax and he and Ortiz hit the three amigos the fans erupted with of course Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Santana would burst into the ring with speed and cleaned house on FTR he uh he catapulted, yes, that was the right word. That's how you read, Tyler. He catapulted Hardwood into the ring post and followed up with a Topecon hero on cash on the arena floor. Ortiz crashed into uh, Ortiz crashed into cash with a Tope Suicida. Santana booted Hardwood in the face, and Santana nailed Hardwood with a frog splash for a near fall. Santana then would power bomb power bomb hardwood for a two count. Um Jim Ross was loving this match. I don't know if you remember, but Holy cow. He was like absolutely into it. Dax would then drop Ortiz with a closed fist, right hand and Santana ran into the ring, but hardwood DDT him hardwood impaled Ortiz with a brain buster and would end up pinning him. Do we know by the way, what happened to cash on the outside?
1: I'm not sure, but that the blood it did good. No, nah, no,
0: whatever it happened, he was bleeding profusely. Um, Because at the end of the match, it like there was no time for celebration. Yeah. Like Cash Dax rolled out of the ring to check on him, and they cut away almost immediately uh, to Tony Schiavone. And uh, again, this was a match. I'm almost getting tired of their rivalry already. How about you?
1: Really? I I was really looking forward to the match, honestly, because I don't think we've ever seen them two v two tag team match before. Yeah, but Um, did it not feel short? I, that's why I was going to say the ending seemed a bit rushed because of the whole... Uh, must have been you know, the injury. I, it must have been the injury, yeah. Because um, I, I expect at least a tag finisher to put one of these teams down. You know what I mean? They're right. both highly respected tag teams in AEW in the wrestling world. So for one brain buster to kind of get it done, I was really surprised. And then they just rush out. I'm like, it has to be the injury. Then.
0: Yeah, something, something's, something's not... Something right.
1: happened there that caused that.
0: But you know... It happens. Um, I'm sure they're going to face each other again. I'm kind of, I'm just kind of sick of the pinnacle versus uh, inner circle, unless it's MJF and Jericho. Like that's Mm -hmm. the, really the only thing I'm invested in. Um, So we'll see uh, if that, if the rest of them can keep our attention right now, it's really just MJF and Jericho keeping my attention personally. Uh, but,
1: I have mean, enjoyed the tag team feud part of it because that, they're both great tag teams and they well, could wrestle five yeah. times and still put on a great match.
0: And I know you're a massive fan of tag team wrestling. Like you, yeah. you really, really enjoy it. Uh, but we would next go to Tony Shivani informing us that the AEW GM Tony Khan had a major new live event plan. Bang. Look at this puppy right here. Yes, They're going from the United Center, the first dance will be in Chicago at the United Center on August 20th for Rampage. Dylan, we going? <laughs> we going.
1: Oh, man, <laughs> all the way to Chicago, baby.
0: Tickets go on sale, uh, so two days ago. Yeah. Uh, so I, I got to see how close they – they got to be getting close to selling out. Uh, um, they haven't already. Yeah, because I'm uh, people got to be losing their mind for this no show. Um, but Darby Allen. Uh, was joined backstage by Sting. I'm just, uh, you know what? I'll just let him tell us in his own words. And with that in mind, let's send it back right now to Alex Marvez. Sting, Darby Allen. we just heard the huge news. AEW coming to the United Center in Chicago, August 20th. The first dance for Rampage. I'll be in Chicago. You know, I've been around a lot of men in this world that have laid claim to how they're the greatest. And there's only one place to really prove that. Right here in AEW. Even if you think you are the best in the world. Well, an explosive announcement, JR! That's a... Seems pretty straightforward, Dylan. Yeah, yep.
1: Now, <laughs> I feel like this is a bit of a tease. Yeah, of you course, it's Cody think Con. I don't think uh, the first Chicago show, Rampage, will have CM Punk.
0: Could you uh, – like, all I need in my life is for Darby Allin to be in the middle of the ring and Cult of Personality to hit oh, and, yeah. and MJF to come out. <laughs> <laughs> This that to be something else. The ultimate troll move. Uh, and, and then, of course, they, they can go on about it however they want to go on about it. But uh, I, I think the ultimate troll move would be if MJF completely swerves the crowd. You ends. know
1: there's going to be a spot at Rampage where Darby's in the ring
0: the lights go out
1: and even if the lights go out or you know something happens that has fans instantly on the the edge of their seats
0: <laughs> the cm punk gonna fans total, are going to start right it's away be a
1: total troll because i think the only way to bring cm punk back is in front of your your highest packed you know pay-per-view setting
0: you got to do it like that all out yeah, some, yeah. something like that Dude, I I just, I love Tony Khan. Can I just say that? Because this man literally knows how to grab the universe by their undercarriage and just everyone's on the edge of their seat waiting for it. Um, But holy cow, what an announcement. Um, I I, I honestly can't believe that that's even something we're talking about. That this is going at the United Center right now at the first the first dance tickets are on sale if you guys are as big of wrestling fans as i are and live in that area and you're not going to this i mean holy cow i could have if i had a hundred dollars in my bank account and it cost me 99 i'm going yep <laughs> uh, so this is going to be an incredible incredible match um but man we even have some new incredible stuff going on here at clovercrest media including this new show well new preview for this show that is coming back soon. So we're going to look at some ads and run a clip from my Twitch channel, and we'll be right back to it. See you on the other side. The college football season is coming back, and we got you covered on every game. We're breaking it down on each snap, all season long. Catch us every week, starting on August 4th. Joe McGuire, Sean Scanlon, Jace Garcia, and yours truly, obi Muniz, giving you the highlights, predictions, and current rankings. Visit our website at hhwshow.com and subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's all four downs, part of the CMG Sports Podcast Network. It's off the Leonard, defended by Simmons.
1: Is this the Tiger?
0: High fly ball, right field. Grossman back. Track. Wall into the second deck a
1: grand slam the other way for Aaron Judge and the Yankees are pouring it on for the latest news throughout the sports world tune in to Sports Talk with RJ every Wednesday at 1 p.m.
0: Clovercrest Media Group presents a CMG podcast keys to the city
1: Keys to the city, baby. when well, you see us so you know? I crossed you up by Kobe, we'll float in Shaq, and then Shaq goes like this, and the rest is history. Podcasting Pay attention! Don't tell me what to do, devil woman. So what
0: you saying, what we saying, but speaking I think of those sh- later, but I,
1: but I, hold on, it's fun. but I didn't don't make you hold I didn't on make it. Make- I said Denver's gonna win. Yeah,
0: you did, you said that. There's no other show like that. Clover Crest is doing great things right now. Streaming everywhere. Looking for a casual baseball podcast to listen to? Well, Baseball with the Bard, presented by Clovercrest Media, has just what you're looking for. Tyler Bard and Noah Cross cover a wide range of happenings in the MLB and then dive into a deep focus on the Red Sox and Yankees. Join us every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for your weekly dose of Baseball with the Bard.
1: which
0: go from Clovercrest, of course, followed up by a Twitch clip from one of my more recent streams. That was a bonkers qualification that I had while playing some Fall Guys. Dylan, I know I see you in there every once in a while on Twitch. We always are having a good time over there, recently getting into some Minecraft, playing some uh, Fortnite, playing some Fall Guys, of course, uh, along with many other other, uh, kinds of games. So, If you are not following us over on Twitch already, it is that tbard underscore. That is how you're going to find us there. Uh, You can join us, have some fun. We're up almost to 340 followers now, so we are growing on that channel thanks to all of you guys. The next stretch goal is 500 followers, and if we get 500 by, what did we say, September 17th or September 21st, something like that, uh, that we would have my mother and father playing video games with me, so... You guys don't want to miss that. That is going to be quite the trip. Um, But, yeah, Clovercrest Media doing all sorts of good things. If you can't find a podcast you like on there, Dylan, we have almost 50 shows with Clovercrest now. Uh, That's that's wild. um, Yeah, Clovercrest is doing great things right now. Make sure you check it out and find something you like. But also remember that we are not a market substitute here on the podcast. CWE, excuse me, CWE podcast. Uh, go make sure you watch Dynamite every week at Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can find us streaming on Twitch like we just talked about and YouTube on the Bart and Cross Entertainment YouTube page. Dylan, lots of videos there, but we are back going to check on some more wrestling. It's time, my man. Oh, yeah. Lance Archer versus Hikuleo. Late Hikuleo. Late Hikuleo. Dear Lord, I have trouble saying his name all the time, Um, so I might just call him (laughs) Hiku. I can never say his name properly, but uh, two giant men going toe-to-toe in the ring. Uh, Dylan, before we get started, were you excited to see this match? I really don't know Hikaleo that well.
1: I was going to say the same thing. Uh, This is someone I'm not really uh, too well-known with, so I was really interested to see what he could do.
0: Um, And. You know, disappointed. The match wasn't all that long, but we'll, we'll cover it anyways. Um, so it was the IWGP United States champion, of course, the Murder Hawk monster Lance Archer with Jake the Snake Roberts versus Hikaleo with King Haku, who, again, if you don't know Haku, he was a wrestler way back in the day. Same time with uh, Jake Roberts. They, I'm sure they faced off once in a while in the past. Um, But it would start off immediately with Archer blasting Hikaleo with strikes. Hikaleo followed up, however, with a power slam to the big man. Lance Archer displayed tremendous agility, however, walking the top rope like the Undertaker and flipping it down onto Hikaleo. The fans absolutely lost it with that move. Archer was looking for the blackout. However, Hikaleo had it scouted. Archer still managed to superplex Hikaleo into the ring. I thought maybe the ring was going to collapse in that spot, too (laughs) too early in the night for that to happen. Uh, Archer drilled Hikaleo with the blackout two moments later and pinned him. Uh, Wow, quick match, but Archer will now have to defend his title against Tanahashi. Uh, After that, there was Alex Marvez going backstage to interview the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes, about his match next week uh, against, of course, wait, let me just pull the picture up, Malachi. Oh, yeah. They are going to be fighting next week, but immediately knocked down by Black invading with a knee strike. Welcome to the House of Black, said Malachi. and oh my gosh, that was insane. Um, I'm excited to see these two go toe-to-toe more than I was excited about the match we just talked about, but Dylan, I mean, is there anything to take away from this match other than Lance Archer is a monster?
1: Uh, that's the biggest takeaway. I think they've made this a quicker match so that uh, Lance Archer has more to put up against Tanahashi. You know, he's that's already a, a big market name. So Lance Archer has to do a little bit to even look believable in, in being able to step in the ring with him. You know, Lance Archer hasn't done too much in his professional career, just look big and, you know, do stuff. So this is the second <laughs> time with this title. They're building him up. A uh, big win here was able to set him up to have a – I'm not sure which way that match goes, but
0: either way. I, I mean, I, I think they'd want to get the title back into Japan at some yeah, point. Yeah, at some uh, point they will. We'll see, though. I don't know. It's been in America for a while now. So. Exactly. Um, but that wasn't the only thing that happened within this segment. We also had our, uh, Miro backstage announcing that he's going to be fighting Lee Johnson next week on the homecoming episode um for the tnt championship um random um i don't know if this is a moment for like dustin Rhodes is going to be ringside is yeah. this a moment for dustin Rhodes? uh i i just don't know what they're planning on here um but miro did make a nod to lana uh in this in his promo here so is that a hint that maybe dylan we're gonna see lana in AEW soon um I feel like it only
1: makes sense. Um, if she does want to get back into the wrestling world, that's where she'll go.
0: Yeah, um, I would imagine so. I mean, so why would he mention her otherwise? Yeah, that's
1: my thought process. I don't know what her plans are for what she's doing because I know she's acted before and done movies or whatever, but I'm yeah, not she's, sure. She's
0: a NASCAR girl. Yeah. You know, she's, she's done a lot.
1: Yeah, so who knows if, if she wants to get back in the wrestling world, though. I'm sure Miro has a say in saying I want her there. And yeah, i have her
0: there. Well, Dylan, a trios match was next. It was the Hardy family office of Angelico and Private Party, uh, which is, of course, is Mark Quinn and Isaiah Cassidy, accompanied by Matt Hardy versus the Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus, accompanied by Marco Stunt and Christian Cage. Uh, Jungle Boy and Christian Cage showed off their teamwork with a double arm drag on Angelico, and Jungle Boy followed up with a beautifully executed dropkick on Enhelico. Matt Hardy decked Jungle Boy on the outside of the ring, but back in the ring, and Helico stomped on the sternum of Jungle Boy and tagged in Isaiah Cassidy. Private party double teamed Jungle Boy as ref Aubrey Edwards was distracted. Luchasaurus tagged in and decimated Private Party and Helico, stacking them up in the corner where Luchasaurus would suplex Private Party and in Helico, all at the exact same time. All three members of the opposing team went soaring. What'd you think of that spot, Dylan?
1: Yeah, crazy. Uh, I this is an exciting match.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was really, really impressive, some of the yeah. stuff that they got done. Um, Jungle Boy, uh, after that, would attack Cassidy and Helico on the outside, where Luchasaurus would choke slam Mark Penn, and Christian Cage finished him off with a frog splash for the pin. <laughs> after the match, however, the blade would come out of the crowd, sucker-punching Christian Cage with the brass knuckles, and him and Hardy would escape up the ramp laughing. Uh, wow, Dylan, I mean, I'll let you take it away. I know you like a lot of the guys in this match. What do you oh, think yeah. right off the bat?
1: Oh, I liked it. It was a great match. Uh, yeah, my biggest guy in here is Christian Cage. Yep. Everything he's been doing has been phenomenal, really. And they haven't even put him in a title picture yet. Obviously, that day will come. He said it from the get-go. He's going to want a, a title shot at some point. They've teased it. Uh, but this is great. Uh, Matt Hardy, Christian Cage, anytime they're in a dynamic together, it's money. gold. It's, it's money, exactly. <laughs> uh, so every, every new unfolding of it's been great, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm, with you. I think it has been a fantastic storyline between uh, Hardy Family Office and then these two guys. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I hope it is something that can continue uh, to be as entertaining as it is. But, I mean, they really keep getting the upper hand. Even though Christian Cage keeps winning, uh, they keep getting the upper hand, uh, I think, mentally. So we'll see if he can uh, overcome that as well. But before we hear anything else about that, we had a return to television for miss thunder rosa she was facing julia hart with of course the varsity blondes in her corner all the way by the way i love julia hart she <laughs> is like the most amazingly positive person on social media like she's just happy to be here yeah she, <laughs> <laughs> she's got that golden retriever energy she's just uh, like excited to see everyone mm-hmm. um so again i was excited to see her in the ring but that crowd Holy cow, did they pop for Thunder Rosa after she just signed her new AEW contract? Yeah. Um, so they were very excited to see her. But wow, right out the gate, Thunder Rosa would roll up Julia for a near fall. She followed up with a leg sleep, I guess is what it's called. Uh, and Julia was waving and clapping at the fans after she broke out of it. I'm like, okay, this isn't gonna go, this isn't gonna go very well for you. But Thunder Rosa, of course, went and pulled her down and chopped her quite a few times, even giving the big so people could hear those chops. Thunder Rosa charged at Julia with a big clothesline in the corner. Um, Jim Ross said that he didn't quite know if he's seen anyone as naturally tough and talented as Thunder Rosa. I think I can get on board with that. Her, yeah. her match with Britt Baker was absolutely bonkers in their, like, uh, unsanctioned match. That was insane. So, Maybe we will see if that is something she can keep up. Thunder Rosa would attempt a drop kick in the corner, but Julia Hart dodged it. Thunder Rosa went on to grab Julia Hart's leg and, and uh, went in for the ankle lock submission, but Julia grabbed the ropes. Thunder Rosa would then finish her off with a fire Thunder driver for the pin. Uh, absolutely an impressive victory, Thunder Rosa there. Uh, I'm a big Thunder Rosa fan. I think she's someone who can really elevate the women's division. Even though this match was a little bit short, I understood why, because we still had this main event coming up. Um, I think the two girls did a really good job in the ring.
1: I agree. And big take here. I think Thunder Rosa's next for Britt Baker at uh, All Out.
0: I think that would be best for business. I
1: think that would be the big money match for them. Full pack crowd. I could see it.
0: Yeah, definitely. I I think I'm on board with you there. Uh, I don't know if she's going to be the one. I think Britt Baker's going to be champion for a very yeah, while. Yeah, she's going she's
1: to hold that title for a
0: while. Um, but I think that would be a solid move on their part to have it be Thunder Rosa because those two, as we've already seen, it's a great uh, match up. are naturally really good, uh, have really good chemistry in the ring. Um, two people who I didn't think would have good chemistry in the ring but did. Holy cow. Yeah. Chris Jericho as the pain maker versus Nick Motherfucking Gage, uh, who two days, two or three days prior to this lost his title uh, for what? What was he from? GC something? GCW. GCW. Yeah. Uh, to Matt Cardona to a chorus of booze and bottles being thrown into the ring. Uh, so coming off of a big loss, obviously looking for a, a big win over Chris Jericho. Uh, But we were very excited to see what this match would bring. Uh, But of course, before the match could start, MJF came out to join the commentary team for this match. So we would get his commentary throughout the whole thing. Uh, Nick Gage immediately pulling out his Domino's pizza cutter. uh, And he would slice Jericho's arm right off the bat. And I think at that moment, people knew, oh, shit. This is for Bible. real. No. <laughs> this is not going to be your regular unsanctioned match. This is going to be legit. Uh, Gage would plant Jericho with a spine buster, and he headbutted Jericho on the outside of the ring. Gage superplexed Jericho, holding on and then following up with a falcon arrow for a near fall. I mean, wow. Yeah. Right out the gate, I was like, oh, boy. this this guy." I thought he was just going to be some psychopath who used weapons. No, no. He can wrestle. He can go. Um, so yeah. it was pretty pretty impressive. Gage was looking for his running boot, but Jericho countered with a lion tamer. I haven't seen that in a little bit. Yeah, and Gage rolled out of the ring where Jericho would follow him. Jericho was driven face first into the ring post by the deathmatch king, Nick Gage. Nick Gage pulled out light tubes from under the ring, which I guess is like a staple of death matches. I didn't it know sure that. is yeah. Uh, but on the opposite side of the ring, Jericho pulled out his trusty baseball bat. Jericho swung the bat and Nick Gage countered with a backbreaker. He pulled out the pizza cutter again and carved into Jericho's forehead. Gage put a steel chair on Jericho's head and elbow dropped on it. Can I just say funny spot though? When he sliced into his forehead right there, there's a bit, there's a little controversy because they went to picture in picture right there, Dylan. Uh, And as they went into picture and picture after he used a pizza cutter on his forehead, guess what that first commercial was? Oh,
1: it was was a Domino's ad. It was a
0: Domino's ad. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wow. So Domino's not too thrilled with that, uh, that placement of their ad. But yeah, I I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, I I think they're, I think they're a bit of a Debbie Downer Domino's. You know, we can just, we'll just talk to Papa John's. All right. Get out of here. We don't, we don't need no uh, crying about pizza cutters in wrestling. Uh, I thought the spot was great. It so. yeah, sure well, was. Hopefully, Domino's isn't stupid and drops uh, the best wrestling company in the world right now. But wait, this is where it would get crazy. Nick Gage would set up a pane of glass in the middle of the ring. He propped it up onto two steel chairs. Gage would put Jericho under the glass. And then, uh, well, let's just show you what happens, shall we? Is he? Chris what Jericho. The pain maker. No. Delivered some right hands to the head of Nick Gage. Get out of there, Nick. Do you want your money or not? Get out of there. He's fighting. Oh, no. My God, swords glass. Got to be an immense anatomy. For those of you who are audio listeners only, uh, Jericho popped up, climbed to the top rope, hit gage nine times in the forehead and then hit a hurricane rana launching gage through the glass pane in the center of the ring holy shit dylan it was that was crazy that was so crazy
1: (laughs) i did not expect all this on tnt i will say that out loud
0: oh i mean not so not so stuff happening on television um i I was losing my mind texting kyle uh who you'll sometimes see on here like holy shit i couldn't believe some of the stuff we were seeing but and he's Jericho, a big deathmatch guy, right? Jericho, who's that? Kyle? Kyle, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kyle loves deathmatches. Yeah. Kyle claimed that this was a tame deathmatch. And I was like, dear Lord. Wow. If that's the case. Wow. Oh my god, that's that's enough death matches. <laughs> uh, Jericho would end up going for the code breaker following that, however. But Nick Gage caught him and spiked him into that broken glass. What was he thinking going for yeah. a code breaker on the broken glass? Oh, you should know
1: better by now. Yeah,
0: that, that was gonna hurt him more than anything. I mean, do you remember Moxley when you tried yeah. to do that with the thumbtacks? It that's didn't go just well. The or it wasn't even thumbtacks, it was push pins. It was like the real tiny ones. So yep. that's what was it? 69. Yeah, 69 thumbtacks. Something crazy. <laughs> um Jericho, we said that he went for the code breaker, but Gage would then get a hold of his light tubes and broke them over Jericho's head. The explosion was amazing. Yeah. Uh, so they I can understand why they're using those. Um MJF crying out, why won't Jericho just stay down? But that's not Jericho's way, especially when he's the pain maker. Nick Gage would use a pile driver on Jericho into the glass. Gage used the end of a broken light tube and gouged Jericho's forehead, not once, but twice. Uh, But Jericho, when he's reeling, about to be hit in the head again with more lights, spits the green mist into Gage's eyes. I don't know when he got the opportunity to get those uh, or get the mist in his mouth, but wow. Uh, he waffled Gage with a bundle of light tubes. I mean, like, what, four or five? Yeah. Hit him at the same time, and Jericho would follow up with a Judas effect, pinning Nick Gage. Dear God, an incredibly intense way to end the match, but it wasn't over there. Remember what I said about them teasing this man? Yeah. I don't know if you knew this, Dylan, but there was another moment, uh, Right here, where MJF said these words, Chris, as you sit there in more pain than you've ever been in in your entire life, I need you to listen to me. You know who said those famous words, Dylan? I'm CM Punk. Yes, CM <laughs> Punk. Yeah. See, that is the famous line that CM Punk said right before he dropped his pipe bomb. Those exact Oh, words. yes, it
1: is. Yes, it is.
0: Because <laughs> John Cena was laying in a crumbled heap
1: in the, table. In the
0: center of the ring. And yep. he said, as you sit there in more pain than you've ever been in your entire life, I need you to listen to me. And then he said, you're a mess. You won't get to wrestle me, especially after what I have uh, in store for you for labor number three. You have to face this man. The juice. You vented Guerrera is coming out of – I don't think he's retired. He's just hitting, like, a minor, yeah. you know, bingo halls. But Guerrera, for the first time on TNT in, what, 25 years? Yeah, crazy. Uh, it has been a ridiculously long time off. You would not believe how old he is based on his pictures. Yeah. He looks very, very young. But Guerrera is returning to TNT. Exciting stuff. Uh, Jericho saying he's healed up and ready to go for that match. So, Dylan, this was an incredible – this is, in my opinion, I can't get it five stars, but I would give this match like a 3.8 to four stars because it was just so wild. Are you saying the match or the show? The, the match.
1: Ooh. Um, I'd put it up there. Uh, I'd say it get four point – I won't say half. I'll say 4.4.
0: Okay. It was up
1: there for me. I really enjoyed the match.
0: No, I I think it was really, really good. I just, I think I'm taking into the account, like, I mean, it was a technically well-wrestled match. I just, I can't put it on the level that I've put so many other matches. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, So that's why I'm just leaving it down a little bit. But wow, this match, this night was amazing. Um, It was nonstop, go, 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 teases, talking about this man, talking about this man, uh we're teasing that we're going to see a WCW legend Guerrero returning to the ring. We've got Chavo Guerrero on here now. I mean, everyone losing their damn mind. Who knows? Maybe Bray Wyatt just says, "I'll take the 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 fine" and comes out on AEW next week. Oh, imagine all the stuff could do in the future with AEW is very very promising. But next week, Dylan I mean, we've got more matches, more matches that are just going to blow us away. Two women who are incredibly talented, the Bunny versus the legit Layla Hirsch. I mean, again, I have no idea. That one could go either way. That one really could go either way. I mean, I want Layla Hirsch to win because she's been so impressive on Dark and Elevation that I want her to continue. But I'm a big Bunny fan. I'm in the Bunny's private discord. I got my way in there. Really? I'm a, I'm a big fan of the bunny. Hopefully, she can continue uh, her excellence on AEW. It's been a while since she's had a uh, singles match. Yeah, so it has. fingers crossed she can get a a dub. But I really do like Layla Hirsch, and I think she's going to be the one to get the dub here. What about you? I'm going to take the
1: bunny. I think uh, they're they're going to use her to start build, big, building up some wins here.
0: Use that yep. the brass knuckles potentially. Maybe,
1: maybe, maybe she has her own thing. Huh?
0: She has. She's got some bunny knuckles. Bunny knuckles, uh, yeah. <laughs> little pink, pink Claws. brass knuckles. Um, and then we've got this match, Christian Cage with Jungle Boy versus the Blade with Matt Hardy. Again. I mean, I'm taking Christian Cage. Yeah, you have uh, to. But the Blade could pull this off. Yeah. I mean, there could be some sort of Matt. Hardy interference that causes Christian Cage to get distracted, and the blade hits him with the knocks. I mean, there's and, more members of the HFO than
1: there is Christian Cage with the uh, the Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus.
0: Right, right. So who knows? Uh, but again, I'm taking. I gotta take Christian Cage. Yeah,
1: I have to take Christian Cage too. Uh,
0: after that, we have this match: Miro and Lee Johnson going toe to toe for the TNT Championship. I, if Miro loses, I'm rioting. Oh, really? Euro better <laughs> Like Like, if Lee Johnson pulls this off, uh, why? Underdog story, man.
1: Oh, is that why? No. They're, they're going to have there an underdog story? <laughs> nice underdog story.
0: Um, um, yeah, I, I no, like that they
1: have Euro, it. Right? I like that they have it. You know, it's been a while since the TNT Championship's been on the line. They've I think it's the, coming back. Yeah. I mean, they had every the New week. Japan title. So, I mean, obviously, you don't want to have too many on one night.
0: I think what they're doing now is he he mentioned that it was an every night title defense in yeah. his promo, and I think he said he's going to bring that back. Yeah, I, I believe that should be.
1: I love when that's a staple. Um,
0: so that that would be great. I, I don't want him to announce it every week, though. I I love yeah. the mystery opponents. Yeah. Um So that's great. I mean, you're taking Miro, right? Yes. Okay. I, I would, for a second there, I'm like, this is taking <laughs> way too long for you to decide. Uh, but that, of course. The third chapter of the five labors of Jericho, Chris Jericho versus an old rival, Mr. Guerrera. I mean, Chris Jericho, right? Yeah.
1: And I like the caveat that Jericho must win with a top rope move.
0: Yes. He has to win with a, top, or he has to perform a top rope move. It yes. doesn't have to be the, you know, the blow, right? No, I believe he must win. Advance. What does that say? Jericho must that. win
1: with a top rope.
0: Move. Oh, it does say that he has to win yeah. with a top rope move. Dear so God.
1: my prediction for that is maybe a code breaker off the top
0: rope. Ooh, just climbs up and does just a climbs up, jumps off, bang. A little speed, a speed code breaker from the that'd top be, rope. That'd be that'd be a finishing move. Yeah, Good. we're both taking Chris Jericho here. Uh, okay. Guerrera does not, in any means, need a win. So, no. um, this is probably a one-off for him. Uh, unless he comes back and manages something. I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, And then, of course,
1: how do you pick
0: someone for this? I mean... This
1: has the potential to be a match of the year candidate. I'm just saying that. It really could be.
0: (laughs) We've got Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes. Looks like Evil versus Light, Mm -hmm. Uh, the way they're booking it right now. This image is beautiful, by the way. It is so good. And the only... So my prediction that I haven't shared with anyone until right now is that Daniel Bryan is debuting next week. Oh, and that Malachi black wins this match. And then Daniel Bryan comes out and challenges him Malachi or Cody Malachi. Okay. And that Malachi and, and (sighs) Daniel Bryan enter a rivalry uh, where no title is on the line. It's just wrestling. Uh Um, That is who I want to see Daniel Bryan face first. In ah. AEW is Malachi Black, uh, so we'll see if that is a a uh, going to come to fruition. But I'm I'm taking Malachi Black.
1: I I look at this match. You got Cody, who is, is just a great wrestler, a great on the mic. He's
0: he really is,
1: right? And he's pretty much brought AEW to us, the Godfather of this company, really. Yep.
0: And Malachi really Black,
1: is. I have been a firm supporter of her for a very long time. You know this.
0: Oh yeah. Very
1: excited for him to be in AEW. I'm so excited for his first match. But you match these guys up on paper. This this is gonna be an epic clash. It really is.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. Do you do you have anyone you want to pick? or Are you gonna leave this one up to the I, wrestling gods?
1: I am going to pick Malachi Black. I know we we pretty much went hand in hand tonight.
0: Yeah, I'm picking Malachi Black. Match.
1: Yeah, I I think. You know, it's his debut for a name that big. You have to get a win. And I think Cody's willing to put him over.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah, absolutely. And and the marks will say Cody's putting himself in the main event to push himself. But whatever. But is that's, he? That's, this that's is not... a
1: big match. This is a <laughs> huge
0: match. <laughs> it's it's not the case. You know, these people get, they put people over all, all the time. You know, we can compare Cody Rose to Triple H putting over Daniel Bryan. We can compare these guys uh, putting over MJF. Yep. Uh, they're not doing it for themselves. This is for MJF. Uh, and then there's all sorts of different ones that you know that are going on right now. And the number one complaint I hear all the time about AEW is that they claim they're putting over the young stars, but yet they have guys like this and this and this and this. But look at all the people they're facing. Right. They're facing these young talents. They're elevating – well, this one, not so much. But well, that's uh, for MJF. But it's for MJF, right. And then we get guys like this who – I bet no one's even heard of people in WWE probably don't even know who these two people are. So it's, it's just, they do a lot of the same thing. And Goldberg, if you think Goldberg's going to come in and, and elevate someone, no, Goldberg's going to beat Bobby Lashley in WWE. And then it's, it's some of the stuff uh, it's just hypocritical on both sides. So if we could all just, you know, just get along and agree that Vince McMahon's a, a dick, I think we'll be fine. (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah. um but dylan holy crap what an episode and we've got another crazy episode coming the next month for wrestling is going to be wild
1: i mean and not to mention how aew has been on fire for this last stretch of time and they really
0: have been show after show after show after show and rampage by the way which we haven't talked about a new televised Mm -hmm. show is coming to you look out friday night smackdown friday nights We are getting a TV show for AEW. Not YouTube. They're coming to TV. Is it on the TNT network? I believe
1: it's on TNT, and I believe it starts at 10 and goes for an hour. Okay.
0: I believe all Um, the information on it. So, hey, an hour-long show, just like the OG days of NXT, uh, where people loved NXT when it was one hour long. Uh, Let's see if the formula works. Uh, But for now... If you guys love podcasts, make sure you check out Clovercrest Media. You can find a host. Like I said to Dylan earlier, almost 50 podcasts now on Clovercrestmedia.com. Clovercrestmedia.com is what you need to go to check it out. And hey, if you can't find one you like, which would blow my mind, you can start one yourself for as little as $15 a month just contact Joe. He will get you up and running just like he did for me, for Noah and for Dylan and Kyle and everyone else who's been on this show with us. Uh, but make sure you check out CMG and use the hashtag every time you're posted about one of our podcasts. We thank you for all your support for the Cross and Wrestling Entertainment Podcast. My name is Tyler that over well i mean over i mean wait, where is he? over there yeah, That's, i am over here it's a representation I'm, of dylan i'm uh, waving
1: i'm doing my salute i usually do <laughs> i'm sorry about the camera you didn't get to see my beautiful face
0: <laughs> it's all right the predictions champ will have it figured out for next time so you can see his lovely figure of and course. lovely face in the next episode of the Crossham wrestling entertainment podcast we will see you all on the other side Crossum awesome Wrestling Entertainment Podcast.